This is Bad Gamers Anonymous, a podcast dedicated to helping gamers not suck. Their two-step program of sack up and get good can help even the worst of gamers just be bad. Garrick and Crowley review the latest titles and discuss the latest news and issues. Here are your hosts, Bad Gamer Garrick and Bad Gamer Crowley. Get good, scrubs. Yes, welcome to yet another episode of Bad Gamers Anonymous. I almost forgot where I was at. I am your host, Mr. Crowley, and I am joined uh, by my partner in crime. It's Spider Cop himself, Garrick. Spider Cop is here. Hello, everybody. How are you today, Crowley? Very, very well, since we didn't start with a word of the day. Uh, By the way, uh, a tweel. At wheel? How do we pronounce this? Hold on. Wait, you're not a even tweel. ready for it. Wait, no, you can't. No, if you if you don't know even know how to pronounce it, then word of the day is not a thing. Today. Well, there, no, there's two different uh, uh, IPA underneath it. There's a twill and a twill, and I'm like, which which one is it? Um, adverb. It means surely. A twill, Crowley. You can't believe that I forgot the word of the day. Yeah, well. There you go. Uh, just some real quick housekeeping uh, as we're a part of uh, and very happy to be a part of uh, Ear Glue Media. Uh, check me out on the latest episode of The Basement, episode 006, part two. Make it so. Uh, Why didn't you call it part two? Because it's not. It's part two. Okay. Uh, there's, I think there's six parts and part two was just released this last week. Go check it out. Albert and I have a great conversation about uh, a lot of fun stuff actually like it was a really fun episode we and they're always fun but this was especially so just because i got to talk star trek uh the next generation which nice yeah that's like that's my favorite show of all time i think yeah yeah uh so we got to talk that we talked better off dead which is a great 80s movie if you haven't seen it john cusack you, you should probably just pause this and go watch it. it's great yes absolutely i is one of my favorite john cusack films um that high fidelity and serendipity how is Gross Point Blank not in there? It, I don't know, man. I saw it when I was like a kid, so it didn't really. This was click, even older you know? than Gross Point Blank. Yeah, but yeah, but what? That that clicked for me. Gross Point Blank did not. There's something wrong with you. Regardless, uh, probably great episode of the basement. Go check it out. Uh, another great podcast coming at you from the fine folks at Ear Glue Media. So, what have you been up to this week, Eric? Why don't you fill us in on what you have been doing? Oh man, uh, I have just been playing a lot of Spider-Man. Like a lot of sp- all my free time has been in Spider-Man, being Spider Cop, fighting Spider Baddies. They're just normal baddies. They weren't really. Yeah, they're not baddies. Spider Baddies. They're just regular <laughs> baddies. Regular baddies. Yes. Um. Yeah, that's that's primarily been my free time. What yeah. have you been up to, Crowley? Uh, the same thing for the most part. I mean, I, I have to say it was pretty fun. We had a, a PSN party uh, the, the night it released, and myself mm-hmm. and Imperial Moonwalker and Cab and Joe, uh, Joe B. Wynn Kenobi from our Discord. Uh, he was on there. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a good time. Uh, you jumped on for a while. It was it was fun to get in there, release day. And and um, I, I, I do have an issue, though, that I want to talk about. Okay. I don't like that if you bought the digital copy, if you did a digital download of this game, you had to wait until 11 o'clock Central Time, midnight Eastern Time, 10 o'clock Pacific Time mm-hmm. to play this game. Is it 10 o'clock? No, it would have been, I don't know. 
It would have been 9 o'clock Pacific time. 9 o'clock Pacific time uh, to play this game because Sony sucks. But if you you bought a physical copy of the game and had to stand in line at GameStop at 9 o'clock, you were rewarded with being able to play the game before anybody else. Yep, nine, 9 o'clock local time, you got the game. Now, this this doesn't count for California, where it's the same either way, but East Coast, uh, Central, for sure, you, you're going to want to pick up a physical copy instead of digital. No, you're not. Um, That's dumb. We've talked about this before. Physical copies are going away. I feel like Sony just needs to get with it. Uh, that's fair, but they have partnerships with the brick and mortar stores where physical media isn't care. going away anytime I soon. I don't care about brick and mortar stores. The only brick and mortar store I care about, Garrick, are cigar brick and mortar stores. And that's fine. That's you, Crowley. But as a business person, <laughs> Sony is making the right move no, to not. keep these relationships no, with not. these brick and mortars. Now, until such time, that digital is the overwhelming majority of market share for sales for PlayStation, they're not going to change. Well, nobody listens to this show, so I can't change their mind. I feel like J. Jonah Jameson just screaming in the wind. I mean... Maybe it's a whisper in the wind. Nobody listens to that guy. I do. I didn't turn him off. Crazy. I didn't turn him off either because I loved listening to everybody be all like, you're an idiot. And he was like, no, you're an idiot because of this. I liked the guy who called in and said that his wife dresses up in a spider woman costume, a spider girl costume. Yeah. Did you not hear that to spice up the bedroom? No, I I didn't get that one. Oh, my God. Right. Uh, Anyway, let's talk about the Avengers. This doesn't happen to the Avengers. Uh, Let's just jump right into gaming news. Uh, Garrick, why don't you talk about this? Because I have no idea what the crap you're talking about. There is a lot of stuff going on. So, first I'm going to start it off with probably the most exciting news I've heard all week. THQ Nordic has acquired the Kingdoms of Amalur license from now defunct developer 38 Studios, previously owned by ex-baseball player Kurt Schilling. I am extremely excited for this. Did you ever play Kingdom of Amalur Reckoning? I did not, only because I, I wanted to. Because that was the one Schilling put out? Is that? Yeah, it was Schilling. It was in part written by um, Todd McFarlane and writer Ari Salvatore. I know that Schilling uh, is kind of a controversial figure. Like, I get that, but I like him. So I wanted to play it. Uh, It just, no, I didn't. Because that was a game that, that like, that's the only game they they put out. And it bankrupted them because it was just so poorly managed. So, no, I didn't play it. It was extremely poorly managed. It was really sad. It was a, an amazing game. One of my favorite games ever. I like to liken it to uh, if you took Skyrim and Fable and they had a baby. That's what this game is. Because it's that exact same kind of Fable combat with Skyrim systems and uh, RPG levels and skill trees. And it has Diablo-style RPG loot, which I love. But it's got that cartooniness and combat system from Fable. Um, I absolutely love this. You can still pick it up on Steam, even though the... So they had taken out a loan from Rhode Island and then went bankrupt. And then Rhode Island sued them for not paying back the loan. Um, And it was a whole big mess. So I don't even know how THQ Nordic was able to acquire this license. But they, they did it. Um, I'm so excited. I, I really hope that they can do a remaster or a new entry or something. And they they originally were making an MMORPG called uh, Codename per- Copernicus. And they actually made Kingdom of Amalur the Reckoning to help fund that project, which didn't work. Um, 
So if they want to do a remaster or something of Reckoning, they're going to have to go through EA. EA actually has the publishing rights for that game, even though they have the IP and license at THQ Nordic now. So they're they're probably going to have to pay royalties to EA. They're also probably going to have to pay royalties to R.A. Salvatore and Todd McFarlane if they want to use their names on it as well. But at the very least, I'm I'm very excited for what THQ Nordic is doing lately, buying up all these kind of defunct properties and licenses. Like they just recently acquired Time Splitters as well. Okay, this is insane. Well, this is this is all great, and I'm glad that they're acquiring dead IPs so that they can breathe life into them. But if they're not yeah. going to breathe life into them, they're they've wasted a ton of money, and I feel like some of these IPs <laughs> are not worth the amount of money that's going to be needed to revive them. Yeah, and I'm I'm curious about that as well. How much are they buying these IPs for and what is their expectation? Is this going to be like a remaster scenario just so they can make a quick buck on it? Is this going to be something they're willing to invest a lot of time and resources into? Well, I'm wondering what- if Kurt Schilling was just like, if you give me your respect, <laughs> you can have this game. I don't even know if he had the rights to it anymore. It's probably Rhode Island or something that owns the license <laughs> before. I, yeah, I don't know how that worked out, but um, I'm excited to see THQ Nordic buying up all these properties and being this powerhouse of licensees and IPs. I just hope that it doesn't bankrupt them and that they're able to actually do something with it. If they can actually turn around and make all these great games, then I'm super, super excited for the possibilities of THQ Nordic being a powerhouse in the vein of Ubisoft, Activision, EA. It'll be a it'll be a fun time. We'll see though. Sure. Uh, what's this Kingdom Hearts <laughs> VR? I I don't know if that's such a good idea. As taken from a video by IGN, because we are reputable podcasters, and I'm not going to rip off anyone here. <laughs> Wait, Sony, wait, just stop. You had me at reputable <laughs> podcasters. Well, we're podcasters at least, and I don't want anybody to blame me for uh, polygamy. Polygamy? No, that's the wrong one. Wow. You heard it here first <laughs> on Bad Gamers Anonymous. Word What's of the, the day is now po- polygamy. Poly, no. Plagiarism? Plagiarism. Are you drunk? Had a just out of curiosity, element. are you drunk, Garrick? <laughs> no, but now I wish I was. <laughs> So plagiarism, I am not a plagiarist. Or polygamy, whatever. Let's just go with polygamy. Don't accuse me of either one. So (laughs) Sony is trying to get a head start on the Tokyo Game Show that's taking place uh, next week, I believe. And they went ahead and announced a whole bunch of stuff. Number one on the list, Kingdom Hearts VR coming later this year. I don't know how I feel about this. They have said it's a 10-minute interactive video focusing on the music of the series. But what we can see from some of the screenshots is it does include some light combat. Uh, If this is a free thing, then I am all for it. If I have to pay money for 10 minutes of an interactive video, no thank you. Um, I'm not that big of a fan. Although for those who are, there is some kind of unlockable content for something by playing through this experience. Now, we don't know. They haven't said whether it's for the VR experience, whether it unlocks like another video or whether it's going to unlock something in Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, We just don't have that kind of information, but maybe by next week after Tokyo Game Show, we will. Second, Judge Eyes. This is a Japanese title. In America, it's right now known as Project Judge. 
Uh, this is from the same team that made all the Yakuza games. It looks very Yakuza-like. It's still a brawler. I want to know who that you... local local team was that decided Judge Eyes is the, was the way to go. Yeah. Well, Judge Eyes is the uh, Japanese name. That's the literal translation? Or is that like yes. the Japanese are speaking Japanese and all of a sudden you hear Judge Eyes in the middle of the Japanese sentence? I'm I'm pretty sure it's called Judge uh, no Me. Or something like that, okay. um, which means the the judge's eyes, basically. Um, Are you sure it's not polygamy? It, I'm, you know, I don't, I don't know okay. for certain. Just... It might be Japanese for polygamy, <laughs> but in America, it's known as Project Polygamy. No, I'm sorry, Project Judge. Uh, I might it looks really cool. Project Polygamy. <laughs> you would. Um, you are a lawyer who is beating up a whole bunch of people in the streets. It's very, like, Japanese daredevil. I was going to say, are you daredevil? <laughs> this what sounds it like a ripoff like. of daredevil. Yeah. Were, no, were, they like, were they watching Netflix one day, and they were like, eh, let's just Japanese this up? You know what? That's a great idea, though. No. Daredevil's pretty boring. I, I, I think am very that, excited for I think for they just Japanese polygamized uh, daredevil. <laughs> This is going to be a recurring joke, isn't it? Yeah, I've got a word of the day whenever you're ready. God, well, at least I can lend a little credence to uh, the There we go, now. credence. <laughs> uh, word of the day, ladies and gentlemen, from your uh, friend here, your friendly neighborhood, Crowley, is indeed polygamy, uh, the practice or custom of having more than one wife or husband at the same time. And for those of you in the know, uh, it is also the condition of bearing some male, some female, and sometimes... Some perfect flowers on the same what? plant. Cor- that is correct. Polygamy is also a botany term. Oh, yes. fascinating. See? You're dropping some knowledge, that, Crowley. That's exactly right. Crowley Cop dropping the knowledge on his listeners. Oh, Crowley Cop. Next, Crystal Chronicles Remastered from Square Enix. I'm excited for this. This was originally a GameCube title that I wanted to play but never had any friends to play with. This is something you had to co-op, like couch co-op with. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to get the opportunity to actually play this for realsies. This is coming to Switch and PS4 and will include online co-op, so I don't need friends to actually come over and hang out with me, which is just as well, because I don't have any. You and me both. Yeah, right. Next, a new game announced from Studio Astolia. We don't know the title of this yet, but it's from the uh, people who make the Tales franchise. Tales of Zestiria, Tales of Bersaria. So they've got a lot of AAA, not AAA per se, but they've got some clout. You know what I'm saying? If, I, if I say yes, can we just move clout. on? Yes. Okay. Uh, next, Samurai Spirits, a new Samurai Showdown game from SNK. Uh, after that, Everybody's Golf VR. Enough said. I'm excited for that one. And then they announced a new Gungrave game called Gungrave Gore, expected sometime in 2019. Now, there's actually a Gungrave VR coming out here in another month or so, and I actually did get some hands-on with this game a couple weeks ago, and I, I liked it. It was a, a motionary kind of um, House of the Dead-like game, where you're just standing there, you see your guns, you just look to aim and fire with a controller. So we'll we'll see how this uh this new Gungrave game turns out. Last Gungrave I think came out on PS2, so it's been a while. Lastly, this game called Dogfighter World War II, which is a dogfighting game set in World War II. <laughs> Pretty who, on ground. Who would have thunk it? 
<laughs> I know, right? Um, I honestly, I'm kind of excited for Dogfighter World War Two. Is it's, it VR? It's been forever. I don't think so. Didn't you but tell you me at what? the beginning of the year we were going to get a VR dogfighting game? I you did probably did. Where's that at? It it's coming January fit. No, January twenty second. So when, Ace Combat Seven. So when I said it's not going to release this year, and you said, "Oh Crowley, it'll release this year." I who was right, me or was it you? I forget. I would have to go back and listen on the episode because yeah. I don't remember what I said. You said it would come out a this minute year. ago, let alone at the top of the year. <laughs> a minute ago, you were talking about polygamy. Polygamy, yes. Just to refresh you and our listeners' memory. Oh. All right, thank you. Yeah, thank dog you for fighting that. game. Excited for it. It's dog not VR. Fighting. Okay, don't final care. final news. There was supposed to be a Nintendo Direct a few days ago, but it was delayed due to the recent terrible disasters that have struck Japan this past week. Um, was it Godzilla? Str- it was Godzilla. No, it wasn't. They had one of the strongest typhoons in nearly three decades, and it was oh, caused see, by now, Godzilla. Now I feel bad because I was making a joke about Godzilla, and it this, wasn't a typhoon. This absolutely tore up the mainland. It probably did more damage than Godzilla would have. Um, it even knocked the in off of Nintendo, which as far as I, I know, that. Godzilla has yeah. never done. Well, you know, uh, it's a first for Godzilla. <laughs> All right. Let's, it will be. Uh, um, they also just like a day after had a giant six point. I think it was a six point four magnitude earthquake in the northern area of Japan in Hokkaido, and uh, because of this earthquake and the typhoon, Nintendo has decided to delay the direct uh, for an undisclosed time in the future, so that the nation can recover from these back to back disasters. I, I appreciate this. This is kind of kind of cool of them. Just backing off for respect out of family and friends. A lot of family if they're polygamous. Garrick's Gregarious Games. Hi. I'm Garrick. Oh, good lord. Jeez. And I like bizarre, 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 bizarre games. You did that, so, so it would be very hard to edit out, didn't you? Yes, I did. Okay. Um, so what have I been playing besides the Spy, 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 Spider-Man? I have been playing a lot of Call of Duty Black Ops 4 Blackout Beta. <laughs> Will you, this scanning, I was trying to take a drink of water, and I almost spit it all over my mic. It's not funny. Okay. It's not funny. Don't scat. It was, it was a little funny to me. So the Blackout Beta has started today, September 10th, on PS4. And it begins September 14th for the Xbox One and PC. And it runs through until September 17th. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm not a Battle Royale fan. Yes. But it feels like a really, really well-polished Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, which is pretty much what I expected out of Call of Duty doing a Battle Royale game. You said duty. <laughs> duty. I I don't know. I don't think it's enough to keep me interested in the Call of Duty franchise. I think the zombies mode is probably going to be the most enticing thing for its changes it's making. I wish I could get some hands-on on that. We do know that some of the changes are going to be that they are adding a tutorial system for the zombies mode. They are letting you have AI companions. So you're, if you do it solo, you're not just solo. You do have some some backup bots helping you out. Um, I appreciate that. As somebody who's not very good at the zombies mode, but likes the zombies mode above playing multiplayer, I'm, I'm excited for that. But uh, I don't know. I can see myself getting out to the blackout now and again. I would definitely play the blackout mode more than the multiplayer mode, personally. 
Besides that, their main competitor, Battlefield V, has also had a beta going on. Now this, by the time you're listening to this, will have ended. Uh, this started on the 4th, I believe. But I would hopefully expect them to host another beta closer to launch due to their month delay. If you want to check out more of this game, I'm sure there are tons of people on YouTube and streamers on Twitch and a bunch of random people who've recorded their time and experiences in the beta. So there's going to be a lot of content out there for you to explore and see if this is for you. Personally, like I've said before, I liked Battlefield 5 when I played it. The beta is essentially the demo that I played a couple weeks ago, and you know, it's a good time. It's World War II. It's Battlefield. I don't know what to expect. It's basically like playing Star Wars, but without the pew-pew. You know what I'm saying, Crowley? I do. I, I hear what you're saying. I just wish there was more polygamy in Battlefield. Well, you know what? You know what they say about polygamists, Crowley? I, I don't. What do they say? Welcome to Crowley's Corner. Hey, big boy. Want to play some games? Yeah! Welcome, <laughs> big boys, to my corner of Crowleyness. Let's do some things with games. Uh, so Microsoft has started testing Amazon Echo support. For those of you who are like, what's an Echo? It's your Alexa. Uh, so there's that. I suppose Microsoft is trying to get the Xbox uh, uh, more... I, I don't even know what they're trying to do with this. I don't, I just, how does this help Xbox users? It doesn't. Here's an idea, Microsoft, make better games. If you want people to play the Xbox, you don't need Echo support. What you need are better exclusives. And let me just tell you, listeners, Semen Thieves is not that exclusive. Let's let's talk about NHL 19. Well, none of their games are exclusive. They're all on PC. Exactly. Uh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about NHL 19 that releases. I think you mean Chell. No, I don't. I, I meant NHL 19. The, it releases this week, uh, Friday, I believe, if my uh, math is serving me correctly, and it's probably not, as I already screwed up one time zone uh, this episode. Uh, it releases on on Friday, and we still need one player. We need one gamer out there in Gameland to join us on the Bad Gamers Anonymous. Uh, team for the league it'll be fun lots of losing lots of throwing your controller and lots of jonesy being our goalie it'll be a good time so come join us on nhl and if you call it chell i will mute you uh sony japan has ended repair service for the ps2 PS2 is officially dead. Yeah, uh, no more reviving that in Japan. Uh, and Civilization VI is coming to the Nintendo Switch. That might be something I actually pick up. I'm, I'm actually kind of excited for this. I uh, I would definitely play Civ Six on the Switch. I love me some Civ games, and so them them porting this over to the Switch. I'm 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 with you. I'm fairly excited. So with that, with no further ado. After 20 minutes of news and crap and polygamy, let's talk about Spider-Man. Uh, this is Bad Gamers Anonymous, full review, spoiler-free, but with uh, lots of Spider-Cop. Minor, minor spoilers. Uh, just kind of what we talked about last week. Spider-Cop's a spoiler. Spider-Cop is amazing, and it, he needs his own, his own video game. Agreed. Okay. So... <laughs> Let's just start with the story, okay? So the story, you're college-age Spidey, you're an older Spider-Man, 
You're old. you're you're post college. You're out of college. Yeah. You have your degree. Yeah, but you're you're still. I mean, you're right there. You're in your you're in your early. You're 20s. in the working world. This is like your your year after being yeah. out of college. So you're 23 year old Parker. Sure. So still college age, especially if you're going for a, an MBA or a doctorate. There. If you're me, Skippy, or or you know, the first Take time ten years to get your bachelor's. Right. Or the first time you went to college, like me. Uh. So so you're older. You're wiser. Crackier. I guess I don't know, and you're working with Detective Yuri uh, in the NYPD. She is uh, feeding you info whenever she needs help. She needs you to track something down. She needs you to do something that may or may not be completely legal. She's saying, "Hey, Spidey, come help me out." And by the way, I think Yuri may be the hottest character in the game. I disagree. Black Cat is she in the game? You see her? No, she is not in the game. You spray painted that self. You see graffiti. That's it. You see graffiti. That's not... That graffiti is hotter than Yuri. <laughs> no, that is an incorrect it statement. Is some sexy spray paint on that. Now, wall. when the black cat comes in DLC, there's not a doubt in my mind. She will be the hottest character in the game. But uh, regardless, so you're working with her, and Spider Cop is, like I said, the greatest thing ever. It, it, basically, anytime Yuri needs something, uh, Petey or Peter or Petey, I don't know. You can call him Petey. That's, I, I didn't know you guys were that close. We are. But, you know. but we're tight. We're tight. He and I were bros. Uh, we hang out. He uh, uh, he goes into this alter ego called Spider Cop, and he does this like weird narrative like it's a movie. It's hilarious. It's one of the funniest things in the game, and, and, and I absolutely love it. So you, the game starts. We talked about this last week. Uh, so minor spoiler here. You take down Kingpin at the beginning of the game. So now, you know, crime is rampant because he was holding it in check through... More crime. I don't know how that works, but that's pretty much the gist of the game. He he had a monopoly on crime, a mon- and so a monopoly on polygamy. Be be sure, he he because of that <laughs> had his thumb in all the holes, and was plugging up all the other bad guys. How many from thumbs did out. this guy have? He, was, he you know he was a big guy. You know what he I'm was saying? a thumb polygamist. Um, he was quite. <laughs> yes. So the big bad in the game isn't any big name villain, or at least not a big name villain that I was super familiar with. And I've heard of this guy in the Spidey verse. And if you're a big Spider-Man fan, I'm guessing you probably I, I just hadn't. I, you know, I was like, eh. he's he's a pretty big deal, I guess. But not. I don't know. I would have rather had the Sinister Six or the Kingpin. And the fact that you take the kingpin down right away, you're kind of like I don't know. I kind of felt let down by by that. I felt I felt kind of. It had a it had a domino effect. He was yeah. the start of the story. He was because he was removed from power. Hell broke loose. Good God, Spider Cop. Um, so once that happens, the story starts to pull you in because you're like, for me anyway, I felt kind of let down that I was taking out the 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 big bad that I kind of had in my head who it was going to be right off the bat. And that doesn't mean that you don't interact with him, uh, with him throughout the game. And it doesn't mean that you don't see him or he's not alluded to throughout the game. It just means that he's not the one you, you have to take down. And I'll be honest, I figured out, you know, who, who the bad guy was pretty quick. Like within the first 15 minutes of cinematics. Like, oh, that's the bad guy. So... Uh, I was a little let down by that too, but the story is very good. The story does it sucks you in, and every with every cinematic, with every 
piece of the story that you unlock that you get to next, it, uh, it, it it's it's a compelling story. So I think the writers did a very good job there. Um, I loved it. Did did you actually beat the game, Crowley? No, I haven't. No, we'll, we'll, oh, you need to beat okay. it. Okay, you need to beat yeah, it. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, but the story is about twenty hours. I mean, that's they said that. That's not a spoiler. That was that's what uh, Insomniac has said, and 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 that's kind of. I'll be honest. I'm a little. I'm I'm a little salty. A little sad about that. I don't. I think they could have taken this in a lot of different directions. Now that's just the main story. And there's lots of branching out, and there's lots of Easter eggs throughout this game. And there's lots of side missions, and lots of things to do. But the main story is that 20 hours. So let's talk about side missions. Let's. Spider-Man has a problem with backpacks. He does. Like, I don't know what his issue is, but he had... How Do you know how many backpacks there are throughout the game? 55. 55 backpacks. It's the most ridiculous thing you've, you'll ever have to do in any game, and that was the first thing that one, I did. One of the backpacks does explain why he has so many backpacks, which I thought was awesome. He's a backpack polygamist. <laughs> sure. I don't, I, I, it, I don't know. It seemed like busy work. I mean, it was. Okay. And why was it busy work? Because they only had 20 hours of story. I mean, sure. Why else would you put 55 backpacks in a game? I mean, in all fairness, getting all the backpacks only takes like an hour, if that. It's an hour they could have spent on story. He obviously, Spidey, misses being a photographer in this game because you have a ton of pictures you have to take of landmarks. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to take them, but you can. Okay, sure. But like, I'm a completionist. I want those. I want those trophies. Sure. So sure, I'm a trophy sure. polygamist. So absolutely, I want. So you you go through and you do that, and there's even 50 hidden ones. Yeah, that's that's the most annoying thing. I don't, I don't got time for that. Hey, nobody got time for that. That's that's the one thing I have not done. I thought you didn't do some of the like the research uh, labs. There are research labs in the game. Yeah, I've I've almost done all of them. I think I have like four or something left to do. Um, and you had a fair the, criticism of those. Some of those are extremely boring. Yeah, th- that's probably the worst part of the game, in my opinion. Um, it's definitely the most v- like video game tropey kind of thing in the game. They all feel like things that were out of like PS2 era. Just, just uh, it's what you expect out of one of the older Spider-Man games. Just these random missions where you like swing through clouds and clean up garbage it's annoying it's the it's the superman nintendo 64 where you've got to fly through rings for no reason i don't think it's that annoying but it's pretty darn close yeah it's that same idea here's the thing whenever you do these side missions like get the backpacks you do the landmarks you do the research labs you chase pigeons yes you have to chase freaking pigeons which i don't know i've never done that i don't know what you saw there's a side mission where you have to chase pigeons Okay, I haven't done that apparently. I seriously, you have just fly through these games and you don't do everything. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's sad. When you so when you chase these pigeons, you have to do all these things in order to get tokens to unlock gadgets, to unlock suits, to unlock upgrades to the suits, to unlock all kinds of different things, upgrades to your gadgets. Uh so it's I don't know. Again, it feels very video gamey where it didn't need to feel video gamey. 
if I mean, incentivizes you for doing a wide range of activities, which I like. And you don't have to do these. No. You're not locked into, like, I can't progress because I don't have enough of these skills because I didn't do this one type of mission. Now, you don't need that stuff. No, you don't. And, and when you unlock the suits, you for the most part, there's one suit I'm thinking of in particular, two suits, actually, that you have to do certain things to unlock. All the rest of the suits, you get to see them. You can't equip them until you get some of these tokens. But you can at least see them and see what they look like. And not all of these suits are winners. I'm just going to go out there and say it. Not all of these suits are winners. No, but they're they're fun to see. You, you get to see a whole wide range of suits from different comics, different uh, artists, uh, dimensions, yeah, universes. Different universes, different storylines. And lines. yeah, different, different storylines from different artists from back in the day. Yeah. And I, I do like that. They've incorporated a lot of Easter eggs in these suits as well as in the backpacks you find they have and they haven't so there's a uh, spoiler alert i am going to tell you one of the suits you can get and it's the secret wars suit i wasn't that impressed with it yeah it didn't i they could have done a better job they, they could have done uh, a whole plethora of other suits that spidey has worn they went with that one and i don't know why and they've got a bunch He's of not like the design or I don't know. like the ability. I didn't like the I dude the I I don't know about you. I don't use the suit abilities. Do you? Yeah, absolutely. I don't. I don't need to. I think it's superfluous. I think that it's just another it's a gimmick to get you to want to unlock the suits to keep you in the game longer when they could have just spent more time on story. Well, the main one I used, so it's one of the first it's actually the first suit you unlock besides your original one. Its ability is to recharge your special meter faster. Um, not just faster, but it, it recharges it over time. You don't have to do combat or anything. Yeah. And by doing that, you unlock all these special moves that you can do and just like one-hit KO guys. So that was the nah. pretty, pretty much exclusively the suitability I use because I just love those combat moves. Nah. I went with uh, Spider Blossom or the Web Blossom. Cause, the Web Blossom, yeah, yeah. that's more. Did you get that from uh, Jonesy? Who's talking about that? Imperial Moonwalker. Imperial Moonwalker, maybe. No, I got that because that's the more that's the most comic bookish of all of the suitabilities. Like yeah, one of the yeah. suitabilities, uh, and I'm not going to spoil which one, but one of the suitabilities like helps you stay in the air faster. Like it, it does something or longer. It, it does something with gravity. It's just a little ridiculous. Yeah, it, it uh, like makes gravity less or something. Yeah, so, so that there's you don't. You don't or something like that. I don't know. They put a ton of suits in the game, but the two suits that everybody really wanted to see and wear, which would be the Venom suit and the Carnage suit, are nowhere in the game. Well, yeah, I don't, it, I don't know. I, th I think it's probably because they're doing that Carnage movie. Maybe Marvel Venom wants movie? to do a video game. Venom, not no, Carnage. No. I'm sure Carnage, Carnage is in it, though, right? No. Carnage is way I, too... Look, they, like, they can do Deadpool... <laughs> They can't do Carnage. I could have no. sworn I saw a trailer and it showed a little glimpse of Carnage in there. There's no way Carnage is in that movie. I, I'm I not all that sworn. excited for that movie, to be honest. I don't. Oh, come on. I'll watch it. It looks okay. Come on. Oh, whatever. Anyway. Come on. Stop telling me to come on. Um, come on. <laughs> polygamist, you, <laughs> you come on. I'm a spidey polygamist. The car chases are amazing. Let's talk about the car chases for a minute. The side missions that you get to do where you've got to stop some crime. Uh, there's there's four different 
crime people, if that makes sense, in these districts, in these boroughs of New York that you've got to stop, just regular thugs, and then the, the, the main thugs, and then the other thugs trying to stop the main thugs, and then some other thugs later on. I don't even know who they are. Yeah, there's like four different sets of thugs as you progress through the story. Right. So you've got to in each borough you have to you you have to stop five of them to get the trophy, and you stop all five in all the boroughs, and you get the trophy. Uh, and so the car chases are hands down, bar none, the most fun out of all of those thug missions you've got to do. I don't know. They were repetitive to me because it's the exact same thing every time. You do the same button press, and it's, I don't know. It looks cool, yeah, but it doesn't That's a fair feel point. good. That's a fair point. It is, but all of the quick time events, because there are quick time events in this game, are pretty much repetitive. Yeah, all, all the QTEs are repetitive, but they do look dope. They do. They look really good. But it's, you know, move the left stick, hit the right one button, mash the square button. It's all it is. There's no, I mean, I played on Amazing, which is the default. So I don't know if the higher setting, the harder difficulty has more, I don't know, impressive. I don't think so. Quick time events. I don't, so. Yeah, I also played on Amazing, but I don't I don't <clears throat> think they changed the QTEs at all. They might be like you have to tap them faster or more times, but I don't think it changes really the actual what you're doing. So while it's a fair point, it's it can get repetitive combat overall is a lot of fun because you have a ton of moves. So there's different ways that you could take down bad guys. You're always unlocking moves. We'll get to the skill trees here in a minute. Uh, but so beating up the bad guys is a lot of fun. Um, yeah. So lots of unlockable moves, three skill trees uh, that are unlocked by chasing the pigeons and such and leveling up um, offense, defense, and web swinger. That's those are the three skill trees and the skill, the skill trees are, I think, pretty simplistic, pretty straightforward, uh, yeah. but I wouldn't expect anything different from a comic book video game. Yeah. And it's not like you're losing out, but by the time you beat the game, you will have all skill trees. Let's talk about the combat. Like, okay. Is it, is the combat fluid enough for you? Does it feel organic? Yes. Does it feel natural? Or is it just it, the it definitely same button does. mashing over and over and over? It can be the same button mashing, and this is what I was talking about last episode. It can be as repetitive as you want it to be. It can absolutely be you tapping square over and over and over again and just attacking guys. But um, depending on how you want to change things up and as you progress through the skill trees and unlock new moves, by, by the time you're at the end of the game, if you are good enough at the combat, you can absolutely never get hit and go through and do all these crazy moves and make each finisher completely different and it it does feel good it does feel like you are spider-man especially when you start using your gadgets a little bit more um there's a whole bunch of gadgets you can get through they each help you take down the enemies a lot faster and it, it can be as repetitive as you want it can be as complex as you want and I think definitely trying to master the complexity of the combat by utilizing all the different moves per each situation, by recognizing the different enemy types you have to deal with and what you have to do to deal with them, and utilizing your gadgets when you would most need to, I think it's some of the best combat in a video game, bar none. 
Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I think that assessment's right on. The combat is probably one of the more fun things about this and just changing it up and trying to use all of the gadgets in different ways. Let me ask you this. So there are different bases uh, uh, that you can go into and you can take the enemies out. How many have you done successfully quietly, like without alerting any enemies? I, I mean, my when I go do those bases, you just, my intention... You, you just jump in, don't you? No, I, I go in and I start sneakily and then I scan and I say, okay, what challenges do I need to do? And sometimes there are challenges like um, stealth three guys and you can't do that mid mid base once the like wave two starts you have to fight there is no trying to be stealthy anymore so I'll, I'll go in i'll sit on top of one of the bars or something i'll look around and i'll see what objectives i need to do and i'll try to do those objectives before wave two even starts that way i just focus on the combat and i'm not trying to do specific moves that may mess up my flow so there are some like stealth guys. There are some like pull down scaffolding on three guys. There are some that are like you need to uh, web kick f- 10 guys. There are some that you need to punch 10 guys up into the air. There are some that you need to perfect dodge 10 times. And I like those challenges. And if you are unsuccessful in those, you actually can go back to these bases and replay them to get another shot at it, which is, again, really, really cool. The benefit to doing that is you actually get more tokens that you can use for upgrades and suits and things like that yeah no i don't disagree but i you don't need them there are so many crimes that you have to do you'll never run out of crime tokens so i don't care about the challenges i would rather just play the way i want to play instead of being forced into a combat style that i don't like and the the combat or the um the crime ones i didn't care too much about i didn't go for those it was specifically the base ones that i wanted to go after i didn't care yeah because i (laughs) I, I didn't find that, that doing those gave me any more tokens. It just gave me more experience. I, I believe, yeah, if you don't do any of them, you just get one token. If you do, I think for each one you do, because there's two challenges per base, then you get an extra token. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. Uh, don't You don't need it. Fair enough. You don't need it. You don't need it, and that's that's true. So It does help to unlock things faster, but if you're not nah. even bothering unlocking things at all, then yeah. But if I'm doing it. everything, I don't need it. And I'm doing literally everything, which is why I'm not through the game yet, through the story. So let's talk about voice acting. Let's just move on. Talk about voice acting. Okay. Uh, okay. God help me, I like it. And I don't know why. It's it's <laughs> not over the top. It's not a standout performance by any stretch of the imagination. I think J. Jonah Jameson does a good job being J. Jonah Jameson. I think if I was yeah, going to pick a standout voice actor, it would be that voice actor. But Well, I mean, he he's not displaying any rage. He's doing a great job on that character. Um, I'm sorry, any range. He's displaying a lot of rage. Yeah, that, that's uh, But true. that's all he's doing. That's all he's doing. Well, I, but that's what all he does. That's J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. I think, yeah, and, and I get that. I think Peter's, I, whoever does the Peter voice, and I'm sorry I didn't look these, these people up, because again, none of them really stood out to me as, wow, they did a good job. But in, in thinking about it, they chose these voice actors for a reason. That reason is, is they're not going to distract from the story because the story is so good and the story is so engaging that if the voice actors were too over the top, I feel like that would detract from the story because you'd just be like, wow, this guy's really nailing Spider-Man. He's like, and the wisecracks are on point and the, the comedic timing's on point. All of it's on point. So I just don't know if it's, I, I don't think any of them are going to get any kind of voice acting award for their work, but they certainly did a solid job. 
I, I wholeheartedly agree. I don't think any anything is award-worthy out of this, but that's not what I expect out of a Spider-Man video game. I, I'm very glad that none of the voice acting was detracting from the story or the experience. None of it took you out of it based on what they were doing. It only emphasized what was going on in the action at that time. Right, which begs the question. Detroit Become Human voice acting versus Spider-Man voice acting. It's, it's night and day. Yeah, agreed. Okay. I just want to make sure. I, while I'm giving these guys props, these voice actors props, they did a very good job on this game. There's just a world of difference between what great voice acting sounds like and what these guys did, which was by no means bad. It was good. But was, is it game of the year voice acting? No. No, it is not. And I think that's how we yeah. kind of have to start looking at things. Is a combat game of the year? Is it game of the year style combat? Absolutely. I think it is. I would say yes. Absolutely game of the year combat. All right. So let's let's talk about web swinging. Okay. It's fun at first. It is a lot of fun at first. You feel heroic. You feel epic. It feels very comic bookish, like it's just right out of the comics. It, it looks so good, and it feels organic. And then it gets repetitive and it may be getting repetitive for me only because I'm doing all of the side missions. I'm unlocking all of the things first. So I, you know, I'm swinging around the city, getting backpacks. Then I'm swinging around the city, taking pictures. Then I'm swinging around the city, getting pigeons. Then I'm swinging around the city, going to research stations. Then I'm swinging around the city, looking for crimes. So I'm constantly doing that. And it's the same. It's it's the same mechanics. It's the same animations, over, and over. So and if I over, may, please. What exactly are you doing when you web swing? How are you web swinging? What do you mean? How am I web swinging? I, how are you web swinging? I so you hold the right two button to 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 you know swing uh -huh. from the web. Uh -huh. Then I let go and hit X at the same time to vault myself either forward or up depending on when I do it in the swing. And then I rinse and repeat every once in a while. If I have to get over a building or change direction, I'm hitting X a couple times to, to do a, a, a pull, pull myself forward and or pull myself in the direction I want to go. And that's, that's all I'm doing. I will free fall. Uh, once I get to a point where I can free fall down almost to the street, hit the right two button again. And uh, so I can go really, really fast and rinse and repeat. It's the same thing over and over and over. Now you can vault yeah, uh, over things. You can like, so when you get to a ledge, if you're going to land on a ledge, you hit the X button and you'll just, you know, vault yourself right over the whole building. And there's something to that. But again, it's just repetitive. I, I don't know. I extremely enjoyed the web slinging around. It definitely felt the best out of any Spider-Man game ever. Um, to me, it didn't get repetitive at all. I always enjoyed how I was web swinging. I always tried to change it up as well. And I tried to see how fast I could go. There's a lot of fun in trying to do the perfect things. And if, if you watch his animations, like when you're swinging up out of a swing, he will move his legs from behind him to forward him like a swing you would. Um, and that's the time to hit X and jump off. And getting that timing down right is awesome and then you don't automatically hold r2 again you wait a little bit you do gain that velocity you don't hold the l3 to just dive straight down 
but you get a little momentum, you go down, you actually feel the controller rumbling the more velocity you get. And I I love that feeling. It's very similar to how I felt when I was playing God of War and the axe was being retrieved or called back to my hand and I could feel the rumble in the controller when it smacked in my hand. It just felt so good. This is the same thing. And I absolutely love it. You can also, uh, like water towers, things like that, exactly like you were saying, you can do L2 and R2 to specifically pinpoint an area, pull yourself towards it, and launch pad off of it to get even more momentum. Um, not only that, you can wall uh, wall run, and there are some techniques, like if you hold circle while you're wall running, you can kind of like quick turn on the side of the building and keep wall running, and there's achievements, I think, for doing that so many times. I, I really like the web slinging. Um, I think it was definitely the, like I said, the best out of any Spider-Man game. But to me, it was extremely zen and chill when I was doing it. There were times that I would just swing around for half an hour or so. I would just go from the south side to the north side just because I loved the the momentum. I loved the movement. And I, I do see what you're saying with it getting repetitive. I tried never to let it get to that point. I always wanted to change up how I was web swinging around. Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's I think you were you were just in a hurry, Crowley. No, you were maybe. just trying to like, oh. okay, I have to go do the side mission. Okay, I got to go over here. And to you, it felt like a chore traveling around. Yeah, but I don't like to the me, fast just, travel system either. I think the fast travel I liked see, it. I, I, I I've only used it a few times, no. but and I'm not going to spoil it. I guess minor spoiler. There's there's a part towards the end of the game where If you try to fast travel, you're actually a wanted person in the city. And so when you do that, the fast travel system is the subway. You're not actually in the subway. You are like chilling in between the cars on the subway in one of the, the, like, I don't know what you call it. Spoilers! Ah, I'm not to that point in the story yet. I can see it coming. (laughs) It's totally ruined. Is it game of the year? web swinging through the city yes see yes uh, i'm gonna go maybe i'll say maybe that's fine maybe okay right, fair enough right. i think is it game of the year web swinging yes because what other game <laughs> well has web go. swinging that's a good point it's not like there's a polygamy of games i think i used that word nope. wrong uh let's talk about <laughs> graphics in in this game uh, uh these are without a doubt game of the year graphics Every, They're really good graphics. Everything looks crisp. Everything looks clear. Everything looks clean. There are no graphical bugs that I could detect. There were no graphical bugs that I could see. The cinematics themselves are amazing. And everybody... And in engine. Oh, dude. Everybody looks good. Even Mary Jane, who's not a model in this in this universe, she looks good. But not hot. She's just okay. Like I'm like she looks cute. She looks girl next door cute. Yeah, but she, Mary Jane is not supposed to be girl next door cute. Mary Jane is a model. Mm. She is a runway model. This Mary Jane is not. No, she's not. This Mary Jane is a reporter. And it's sad, and that's why Yuri is the hottest. Um, game of the year graphics. Yes, absolutely. I think we've we've talked about that. The set pizzas pieces are great. It feels like you're in New York. You can almost smell the pizza. Or the sewers or whatever New York smells like. I've never I'm, been there. I'm really interested in how much of a one-to-one this is to real Manhattan. Because it it really felt like I was in Manhattan. That would be an interesting thing to look up just later, not while we're doing a podcast. 
<laughs> Fair enough. Music. Uh, Garrick was right last week. Like, I hate to say that Garrick is right. Yay! I was right. I was right. Very reminiscent of Spider-Man movies. Um, it's game of the year music. I think it's it's very well done. It can be epic. It can it, it, it lends itself to the cinematics. It lends itself to the combat. It lends itself even to the web swinging. I think that the composers uh, did a very good job here. I think they did uh, a wonderful job. This is game of the year music. It is up there with I, Detroit Become Human. I absolutely agree. And if I may, let me just go back real quick to the voice acting. Did you notice that when Parker is on the phone, if he's web slinging, yes. he has completely different dialogue than when he's not? Yeah, well, it's not so much that it's different dialogue, not, I think. I'm sorry, not different dialogue. It's, it's the exact same dialogue, but delivered Yeah, differently. delivered differently. It's, like there's he's, strain he's, in his voice. Yeah, he's straining if he's web swinging. Yes, absolutely. Very well done. It's those attention, it's attention to detail. Did you also notice, so I saw this uh, thanks to somebody posting a photo mode thing. While Spider-Man was getting shot by one of the missiles in the game, you actually can read on the side of the missile. It says, uh, like, guaranteed to kill spiders or something like that. It's like an anti-spider missile. There's, there's that attention to detail. I love it. Let's, let's talk very quickly, very okay. quickly about photo mode. Okay. Like, is this a thing? Do you, do, do you go through and do photo I, mode? I have not done it at all. It definitely seems like it's becoming a thing. The upcoming uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider has photo mode. God of War had a photo mode patched in. Horizon Zero Dawn had a photo mode in But I get, I get with Tomb Raider photo mode because boobs. But Spider-Man, really? Now, here's the thing. This is absolutely a very, very canon thing. Spider-Man took selfies all the time to sell so, to the daily bugle when he was working for the daily bugle he no longer needs to do that or he, is doing he took that. pictures of himself in action yes but he he does do a lot of selfies he does do a lot of getting down on the ground talking we're not, we're not talking about millennial spider-man this is not millennial spider-man i, I hate millennial, millennial spider-man Spider takes selfies uh, millennial mary jane needs to get with the program and become millennial model mary jane uh, let's, let's, man, I don't want to do this part. <laughs> I don't want to do this part because here's, here's why. So Mike from Earglue Media, the CEO, president, founder, and emperor of Earglue Media. I thought I was the emperor. You are a cog in a wheel, my friend. Am I a CFO? I, I could have sworn they agreed to let me be CFO. Sure. When everybody makes zero, you're, you can be CFO. Yep. Okay. Exactly. So double of zero is still zero. He really likes this game. He yep. loves this game. Like to the point where he should probably have been on this episode to talk we, about. We probably should have invited I, him. I, on, I yeah. did at the last minute. I was like, you want to come on and talk about this? But it was so last minute. Yeah. He loves this game. He absolutely loves this game. Joe. Joby One Kenobi from the Discord. Joe, who who is an, uh, a part of EGM, your Glue Media. Shout out to Joe. He loves this game. He as right he should absolutely loves this game. He finished this game one hundred percent completion in a weekend. Now, I think he he may have pushed himself a little bit too much. You there. think? I think he was. Joe, you probably should have got, given it some time. Maybe got some sleep. Let it breathe. Because what are you going to do now, Joe? What are you going to do now? You're going to wait a month for the Black Cat DLC. Well, yeah, he is. You can't be Spider-Man now. 
Now you can always play it on a harder difficulty. Like and then you can always play it on a harder. That, you can always do what I do and just chill out and web swing around for an hour. Right. That begs the question: Where are you at with completion on this game? What's your completion completion percentage, Garrick? So I have beaten the game story. I have done most of the side stuff. Um, as I said, I, d- I still have a few more research stations to do. Uh, apparently, I have a side quest with a pigeon to do. You do. Um, and I haven't even bothered doing any of the secret op photos. I I think I'm like 90%-ish completion. I, I haven't so checked, honestly. So sad. the the only time that you can see your completion percentage is when you boot it up from the beginning and select continue. Whenever I hop back into the game, I'm continuing from being in rest mode. I, I haven't quit out of this game in days, so I don't really know what my percentage is right now. You don't turn your PS4 off. I don't turn it completely off. No, I got I got stuff to do. I let it download. Well, yeah, no, I do that too. I leave it in rest mode, but I always close the application. No, I don't close the application. I just put my PS4 in rest anyway. mode, and so when I boot it back up, it is ready to go. You're a bad gamer. I am sixty. I think I'm the best gamer. Sixty-ish percent. Uh, Says the person who's sixtyish percent. Yeah, but I finished all the side missions up to this point. You have done jack. I've finished a lot You've of things up to the point I until finish, I unlocked more. When I finish the story mode, the only uh-huh. thing I will have left to do is the secret photo ops, because I'm saving that for last. Rate it. Personally, I I I don't know. It's hard. It's at least a nine. Is it a <laughs> nine point five? I I could I could probably what, see it being a nine point five. What did you give God of War? I don't remember. Somebody go back and let me know, please. You don't even remember what nope. you gave these games. Nor nor will I even go back and check for myself. Uh, well, tr- for the for for the uh year-end episode, for the game of the year episode. Worry not, dear listener. I will go back and check. Uh You and Curtis. Thanks, Curtis. Right. So, let's let 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 let's let Crowley rate this game. Crowley, what would you rate Man, this game? I don't know. Here's the thing. Detroit Become Human. <laughs> Detroit Become Human is a 12 out of 10. I've said that I am on record as saying it is a 12 out of 11. 10. It may be an 11. It's it's over 10. It's like that spinal tap gag where the they the the amp. He's like, "See this amp here? This amp goes to, this 11. Amp goes to 11. Well, your normal amps only go to 10. See this why, one? Why don't goes why don't you 11. just make 10 louder and then you can go to 10?" And then nine is because like going Detroit to 10. become human is an eleven. That's why. Okay, I hate you. So why can't you just make Detroit become human a ten <laughs> and lower everything else compared to that as being the new standard? I don't, I don't like your logic at all. <laughs> I don't know if this is an eleven out of ten. I don't even know if this is a ten out of ten. I don't think it's a ten out of ten. It's close. There are so many mechanics in this game that are game of the year that the things that aren't game of the year stand out like voice acting for for sure voice acting. It's good. I'm not knocking the voice acting. I'm not saying it's bad. What I'm saying is it's not game of the year level voice acting. And so that coupled with the web swinging, which I thought could have, they could have put a little more thought into like Garrick's right. 
when you go through and you're trying to do things perfectly, you're not focusing on where you're going. It's fun. It's organic. Like there's only been a couple of times where like there's a hard stop, but when you're trying to get to an objective, for example, the taskmaster, uh, spoiler alert, taskmaster challenges. Some of those require a lot of web swinging and a lot of, gotta get good at web, right. Swinging. A lot of precise web swinging. And so you get flustered and there's only a couple of times where, you know, I just I want to put the controller down and walk away because I don't want to be angry at the game because it's not the game. It's just that Crowley's a bad gamer. It's true. I don't know if this is I don't I don't know if this game is game of the year material. I'm saddened by that. Is this game game of the year material for you? Did, did I hype it up too much for you? Crowley? No, you didn't. I think I hyped it up in my head too much. I'm I'm sure I assisted in that. This is still game of the year to me. This is better um, for you I, than than Detroit Become Human. This is definitely better for me than Detroit Become Human. Now it's it's rough saying if it's better than God of War. I think God of War had a better story. I think God of War had better voice act. Well, it didn't have a lot of voice acting in it to begin with. But uh, overall. I think God of War has done more for video games this year in some of its ingenuities than Spider-Man How has. much DLC has God of War had since it's come out? Zero. Okay. Zero. So this has planned... Uh, that's not true. It added a photo mode. It yes. added a new game plus mode, I believe. Okay, but there's no new content to play through. But no paid DLC, no new okay. content per se, no. This is going to have new content to play through. You're going to get black cat you're gonna get i don't even know what else because i want to be surprised and there's there's probably going to be like the amazing spider-man edition that will include the season pass right so this game has a lot of things going for it that i think god of war doesn't is this game for me better than god of war yes you didn't even play god of war exactly this game for me is already 10 times better than god of war (laughs) okay is this game better than Detroit Become Human for me? The answer, sadly, is no. This game is a nine and a half. It's so close to perfection, yet so far. And Detroit Become Human for me is the essence of what a video game could be, what a video game should be, and what video games should aspire to be. I, I disagree. Again, Detroit didn't have enough going for it. It's too boring. You're too boring. <laughs> This whole podcast is too boring. 